Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Squall Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. Start of the fourth quarter. Springfield leads 28 to nothing. It'll be second and 14 for Marple Newtown at their own 44-yard line to open this quarter. And now, Steve, it's all about just trying to get down and see what you get points-wise and you know, come back out defensively and try and get some quick stops here. Kostek near side. Moss, the next receiver over four receivers set as Christiana comes in motion to the near side. Sapness in the backfield. Weathers on, takes it back. It's a screen pass to Adrian Sapness. A little grab of the face mask. Some flags come out. Sapness stays on his feet before he's finally brought down after about a seven-yard pickup. Uh, we'll see what the flags do. That, they're about the five-yard variety. Uh, in my estimation. We'll see what the official saw it as, though. Bob Scatina has the official call down on the field for us. Here we go, Bob Scatina. Personal foul, face mask, defense. 15-yard penalty from the end of the run. So it's a first down. 15-yard penalty um, as he grabbed the face mask. So from the official's viewpoint, it was that. In high school, you still have the, the two different varieties uh, of either just kind of brushing it versus tugging on it. And That's big for Marple Newtown here with 11.51 to go in the game and down four touchdowns. Ball at the 32. Weathers under center. Four wide receiver set. Hoff in motion to the near side. Weathers is going to dump it off to Hoff in the flat. He's going to try and make a couple guys miss. He does. Keeps running forward and then hit hard down at the 25, but picks up good yardage. Number 15, Alex Messino. Been on a bunch of tackles for the Cougars. Comes in and puts a nice hit on Hoff, but a good job by Hoff taking the swing pass, making some moves, cutting back inside for a good pickup on first down. So second and three for Marple. At the 25 of Springfield, Weathers, three wide receivers, two to the far side, one near. Weathers looking to throw. He's going to drop it to Sapness in the backfield, and it's actually better that he didn't catch it. A flag comes down. They're going to get Springfield for a late hit, right, Dave? Yeah, it's going to be a late hit. in the area of Marcus Weathers, the quarterback. So it's going to give Marble Newtown number first down. So that is big for Marple there, Steve. Um, and Sapness dropped that pass. Um it was better that he dropped it because it would have been a loss if he had caught it. Yeah, and uh, not sure. And, you know, we, when Weathers threw the ball, we're not sure what happened back there, but he must, uh, defender must have drove him into the ground. They're going to call that. Uh, so another 15-yard penalty going to help out the Tiger offense. 
and putting them in great field position to capitalize here and put some points on the board. Update for you, Garnet Valley leads 29 to 27 over Haverford third and after the third quarter in that game. So 11.09 to go. And it'll be first and 10 for Marple at the 14 of Springfield. Weathers, two receivers far side, Hoff near side. He's in motion now to that far side. Weathers will roll out. He's looking, looking. He's going to have to step up in the pocket now, and he's going to be brought down for a loss of about seven on the play. And number 50 and 88 in on the tackle for the Cougars, Layden and Archambong, and they're very physical up front, and they like to get to that quarterback. So they sack Weathers there. We have a second and long. So be second down and about 17 here from the 21. Actually, 19 will be the official distance for that first down. Weathers, four wide receivers. Sapness in the backfield. Nine men in the box for the Cougars. Weathers is rolling out near side. He's looking. He's going to throw to Hoff, who makes the catch at the 11 and out of bounds. So a good pick up there. On second down, number two, Pat Smith and Messino in on the tackle, or in on the coverage as Hoff hauls it in towards the sideline and goes out of bounds. And Haverford now up 41-29, or excuse me, yeah, 41-29 with 11-09 to go fourth quarter. So Haverford pulling away at Garnet Valley just a moment ago after a turnover, two turnovers by Garnet Valley Jaguars. And that does help Marple Newtown when it comes to the points in the playoff system. Four wide receivers on third and nine for Marcus Weathers. Saptis in the backfield. Weathers looking, looking, throws, coming, Christiana, touchdown! And he finds his man up the seam. Carmen Christiana for a Tiger touchdown. Good execution all around. An update for Interborough Glen Mills. Interborough now leads 35-8 to over the Glen Mills Bulls with 3.56 to go in the game. That's another big uh, game. And another and on the right side of it is Marple Newtown right now as the Bulls were closer points-wise than the Bucks were. 10.14 to go. Lambrutzios ready to kick it. For the point after. Snaps good, holds good, kick up, dead through from Lambritzios, and it's 28-7, Springfield, 10-14 to go, fourth quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. 
Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasquale. We saw two onside kicks recovered by the Tigers last week, and you got to think that's what's coming now. Yep, down three scores. you got to find something here. We'll see what type of onside kick they want to do as Springfield brings their hands team on. Dave? I think he's going to pooch punch as Springfield's uptight. It is Lambricios. We saw Han do it last week for the onsides. Now the Tigers get in that bunch behind set up, and they're going to kick it, and Springfield's on it at the 48. There's a pile, but it looks like Springfield scooped it up cleanly. Dave, you have best eyes on that. It looks like Springfield jumped, unless something rolled around in that pile. It might be Springfield ball. It was just a little slow little dribbler like you saw the Colts do a few weeks ago on Thursday Night Football, Steve. Just right up the middle and, you know, try and chase it down before it gets to uh, the Cougars. And they do that same formation they did last week where they did uh, the onside to Harriford with the man on the sideline. So Springfield was expecting that, but a good counter as they tried to just dribble it. Unfortunately, unable to recover it and off to go on the field on defense. And uh, big 10-12 to go in the game. Cougars take over at their own 48-yard line. Allen out of the gun. Allen takes the snap. He's looking. Throws far side of the field. It floats on him. It's incomplete. Bobbled on the far sideline by the intended receiver that time. Would have been number 12, Dave Strolley. And Kostak in on the coverage there, so clock stops there. They don't get in the yard, so that's positive for this Tigers defense. Down three scores, 10.07 to go, Greg. They try to get something here. Turnover would be huge. Pencrest beating Radner 7-6, fourth quarter. Another Central League action. Allen on second and 10. It's a handoff up the middle this time by number 25, Brad Murphy. Picks up five. Brosco and Civerdelli in on the stop. So, bring up a third down and about five or six. So, third and five for Springfield as they get the sign from their sideline. Now they're ready to go. Allen walks up to his line, gives them the instructions. Now back into the gun with Brackenier. And Allen's going to take. He's under some pressure. It's a dump throw. Incomplete over the head of number six, Luke Spence. And that'll bring up fourth down, and the Cougars will have to punt, Steve. Here we go. Getting interesting. Great job by the Tigers. Day forcing the Cougars to send on their punt team. Big re- a return here would be big if Hoff is able to get the ball in his hands. We have Dave DePasqua standing by for this punt return. Good eyes down there. Hoff's going to be the only man back. And it looks like Marple's going to send about eight guys after this one. They do. They don't get there. It's a high punt. Hoff's going to call for a fair catch. He fumbles it. Springfield's going to pick it up at the 11. Then they're going to knock it forward. And Lucas Moss will fall on it back at the 4. And, oh, boy, that... Almost spelled disaster, Steve, but Lucas Moss able to fall on it at the four or three-yard line. So they'll have a long way to go, but they do have the football. Heads-up play by the senior captain, Lucas Moss. That could have been disastrous if Springfield was able to come up on that ball. Dave Hoff just couldn't secure it when it was coming down. Yeah, bounced right off his thigh. Crisis averted, though, as Lucas Moss is able to get the ball. Marple Newtown not in the best field position, but they do have the ball now. And 9.29 left in the fourth quarter. So ball at their own three with 9.29 to go, as Dave just mentioned. We saw the situation last week where Adrian Sapness 
was able to fight through and find big yards today has been a tougher day running-wise for the Tigers. And here it is. It's a handoff to Sapness. He comes to the near side. He picks up good yardage and knocked down at the 10, but a good carry. And that might be one of the more uh, stronger carries we've seen from him so far in tonight's game. Yeah, Sterling comes in and tackles him, but a nice run off tackle as he stays patient and you know, he's still working out there. I mean, it's got to be frustrating for a guy who's had 200 yards in six of his eight games. And uh, for him to keep working uh, is a good sign for the Tigers. And here we go. Weather's under center eye formation. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapnis again. He's across the 10, across the 15, and picks up more yardage down to the 18. And Dave, we're seeing him run hard here. Yeah, he's going to the outside. He has earned every single yard he has tonight. But they're starting to pull linemen going to the outside with lead blockers. He's able to juke back to the inside. Something for Marple Newtown to keep an eye on. And we had updated you on that Garnet Valley-Haverford game. And apparently Garnet Valley has turned the ball over on their last three possessions. That's why Haverford has pulled out ahead by two touchdowns. Weathers eye formation on first down and ten. He looks near side. It's a throw to Hoff. And, and it's incomplete on the near side of the field. Number 18, Dylan Power, in on the coverage as the ball hits the ground in front of Hoff. Hard for us to tell. Yeah. Nonetheless, it did hit the ground, whether it dropped out of his hand or just Dave was right there. Dave? He was unable to get underneath that ball. That ball was about a foot or about, yeah, six inches to a foot where he was unable to get under it. Considering the defensive setup, though, that was kind of the only place Weathers could put the football to avoid it getting yes. intercepted. So Hoff now, near side, receiver Kostek, far side, eye formation, and Hoff moves. And that'll be a five-yard penalty here against Marple Newtown, Steve, and we'll send it down to the field. Full start, offense, second down. Hoff just flinched there, Steve, and tried to get going a little early. Yeah, but we've seen that on both sides tonight. More from Springfield. But that'll hurt you when you're trying to put together a drive here. Just over 8.20 to go here, Greg. Down three scores. Tigers trying to fight. Stay alive. High formation, two receivers far side. Weathers under center. Second and 15. Weathers looking to pass. It's a throwback to Noah Turner near side of the field. He's going to pick up about four or five yards on this one. Mike Flegel makes the stop. Good design there on the tight end screen. A little throwback from Weathers to Noah Turner. He picks up some of the penalty yards back, making it more manageable, but still third down and long. So it'll be third and 12 from their own 16-yard line. Two receivers far side, two to the near side. Weathers... Looking to throw now. He's immediately hit after the three-step drop and brought down at the 10-yard line. And number 50 just comes right through. Brian Layden for the Cougars. And and sacks him. And Marcus Weathers pleading with his coach, let's go for it. But, you know, the smart decision is punt it away. You're on your own 10-yard line. That's the competitive nature of Marcus Weathers. Wanting to, you know, keep on going down three scores. But you punt it away, maybe Spence or Flegel, you know, muffs the punt and you recover it. You never know. So Han, or excuse me, punting away for Marple Newtown this time is number 57, Scott Han. Excuse me. Oh, he bumbles the snap. He's going to get it off. 
It's a nice punt, though. Calling for a fair catch is Spence at the 39-yard line. And Marple will take, Springfield will take over from there. So Springfield with great field position, up three scores. I'll be surprised if they put the ball in the air at all unless they're in third and long, but they're going to keep this ball in the hands of either Sterling, Brackenier, or maybe a design run with Allen. No reason to put it in the air and uh, stop the clock with an incomplete pass. 41-36 updated score having for Garnet Valley, so Garnet Valley creeps back in in that one. Allen, first and 10 from the 39. It's a QB keeper with 6.38 to go. He's going to run it out to the near side and just strung out of bounds there. Good job by Marple defensively. Good job by Noah Turner and Kyler Kostak to string him out of bounds. So he'll go out of bounds, stop the clock, and no gain. So good job by the Tigers' defense. Interborough, 35, Glenn Mills, 8. That is officially over final there. So that helps Marple Newtown playoff-wise. Second down and 10 from the 40. It's a pitch to the far side to Harris out of the backfield. He's being strung out. Now he's going to cut it back near side. He cuts up, finds a hole, breaks a few tackles, still on his feet, and then brought down after about an eight-yard gain. Flag comes in late. And we'll see what this one, Dave. Late block in the back on Springfield. This one's going to come back, unless there's retaliation on Marvel Newtown's part. I like to call this offsetting. Now I'm seeing Springfield guys clap that it's against Marple. Um, We'll see what they do with this score. I mean, they're trying to keep it under control, but um, you might see them actually pick it up. We'll send it down to head official Bob Scatina. He'll have the official call. Let's see what the officials are going to do. And they're going to move the ball back against Springfield. So it is a Springfield penalty. Good job, Dave DePasqua. We have a dead ball. Personal foul, Springfield, it is fourth down. And this will bring up third down and very long. That's 18 yards, third and 18. Ball is officially marked at the 48. And now the officials are trying to figure out what down it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, so they're going to say it's fourth down? And well, there, there's a discussion on the field. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Dave, do you have any idea? Well, you said it was after the play, so the down's going to count. I'm assuming it's third down and long, but the, the official said fourth down on the field. Uh, it should be third down, because that last play was second down. The penalty occurred after the fact. Um... So it should be third down. I mean, I don't... Mar- Marple's saying third down. Russ yeah. are saying fourth. I hear Springfield saying second. Well, I mean, I will say that. I will say this. When I looked over at the end of that play, the guy with the, the marker board is flipping the play before the officials respot the ball. So that might have been the confusion. They might have seen that it was a, a, the number three up there and think, okay, turn it to four. Gotcha. Um, I have noticed that has been happening from time to time. So that is what they rely on. Um, on the field at times, and if they're looking over and seeing third down and they haven't set the ball yet, they're going to think flip it to fourth. I'm pretty sure it's going to be third down. We had a dead ball foul, personal foul, against Springfield. It was dead ball, so it was third down. It's third down. It was second, and it went to third. So it is third down. 
Um, that just confused me. But any event, it's third down. So here we go on third down and 18 from the 48. Allen out of the gun. Takes the snap. He's looking. Tigers get him a screen pass to underneath this time to number 25, Brad Murphy. And now a flag comes in late as there's some late pushing and shoving. Flags all over the field. They're going to offset this there's, one. There's, there's four flags down there. They're going to have to offset this one as there was some late extracurricular activity. Dave, that was uh, quite an interesting yeah. moment. That was blatant. There was at least three players on each team hitting each other after the whistle, going to the ground. It's going to be offsetting. But Marble Newtown stopped him before he got the first down, so it's probably going to call him as a dead ball foul. Here we go. Bob Scatina, sort out the laundry, Bob. Hey. Dead ball in the how. We have a personal foul against the offense and a personal foul against the defense. They offset. It's fourth down. My time. And there's there's a timeout from Bob Scatina, and he's going to bring both coaches into this huddle to get this thing under control and, and, and using his authority, Steve and, and Dave. Um, I think so, that's smart. Yeah, no, it's, it absolutely is smart to, to you know tell these coaches to get their guys uh, in a situation to not let this get out of hand. Uh, there's a lot on the line for both tonight, Steve and Dave, and, and you don't want to have it scarred by, you know, doing something dumb. And you have to do a good job by head of ref Bob Scatina to call these coaches out, as, as uh, Dave said, to uh, just settle this down. And, you know, game's kind of getting out of hand here. Well, yeah, and if you're both teams, neither of you want to get a penalty where if you get ejected, exactly. uh, you're you're out for next week's game uh, and, and potentially playoffs. I mean, that's what's on the line here for both squads, and you, you can't afford to lose anybody this late in the season. You're correct, Greg. So as they sort this out here, we'll reset you on the situation now. It's fourth and seven for Springfield at the Marple 37-yard line. They have a 28-7 to lead. In this one, um, with 6:03 to go, uh, update you again. Uh, Interborough defeated Glen Mills 35 to eight. That is a help to Marple Newtown. Haverford currently beating Garner Valley, also a help to Marple Newtown. When you get into the point system, uh, we'll try and get you with some more scores as they come in. Allen out of the shotgun, three receivers far side, one to the near side. Allen looking, looking, and he's under some pressure. He's going to step up, and he's being drugged down just shy of a first down. It'll be a turnover on downs. Marple Newtown football. Good stop by the Tigers there. As they'll come on the field with just under six minutes to go in this game. So, 5.50 to go. Marple will take over on first and ten from their own 32-yard line. And now it's about just kind of getting your offense in order, see if you can put a drive together and get some points on the board. It may be a little bit difficult to overcome a three-touchdown deficit, Steve. As we sit here, four wide receivers set again. Weathers takes a snap. It's a delayed handoff to Adrian Sapness, who's looking for some room to run. He gets to the 36, 35-yard line, and he's brought down. Sterling in on the tackle and the delay handoff to Satness as he tries to bounce it and uh, find some room. So No huddle for Marple Newtown now. Right back down on it. Four wide receivers on second down and seven from the 35-yard line. Weathers, three-step drop, throws to Carmen Christiana, makes the catch. He's hit hard, and now they're going to call it incomplete uh, as he failed to make a football move. 
uh, as the ball hit him, he got hammered, and that was a hard hit, Dave. Yeah, he was going to the far sideline, and that corner was waiting for him. He laid down the hammer. Luckily, he was unable to call it incomplete, but they could have easily called that a catch and reception and a fumble. Absolutely. So it'll be third and seven here, Steve, a big third down. Yes, and, uh, you know, down three scores. You saw him going to the huddle. They're trying to really hurry up here and get something going on offense. Four wide receiver, tight formation. Sapness in the backfield. Weathers under center. Weathers dropping back to pass. He's looking. He fires. Caught Tyler Kostick at the 45. First down, taken down at the 40 at the 50-yard line. Sterling in on the coverage and tackle as Weathers is patient in the pocket. Great poise as he finds his target across the middle, Tyler Kostak. Back down on it at midfield. Ball is set. Weathers, four wide receiver again. Looks, drops underneath the Kostak. He's hit as he tried to make the catch. It's incomplete. And Sterling tries to jump that route as he breaks it up. So incomplete pass, bringing up second down for this Tigers offense. And the second and ten. For Marple Newtown. Ball at midfield, 4.59 to go. And they come out with four wide receivers once more. Sapness is the running back. He comes in motion to the near side. It's a throw to him. That's a fumble as it was a backwards pass with the Tigers on it. There's a pile of people on it. Dave, I can't tell. Springfield jumped on that first, but it's going to be determined with that giant size pile right here. And Springfield has the football. So it is a turnover, and it is Springfield football <coughs> with 4.45 to go. Excuse me. And Satmus trying to take that pass. A little high, but it was behind him. So that ball hits the ground, and it rolled a fumble. And Springfield jumps on it. So tough break for this Tigers offense. And, and Dave, he just kind of had that throw to Sapness. They've been doing it all game to try and open some space for the running game, and it just was a backwards pass. As you said, they've been doing it all game, but it really hasn't been in a flow. They haven't got momentum as they carried it the entire game. Sapness, that's the second fumble of today. So Allen out of the shotgun here with 4.45 to go from the 45. It's a QB draw, and he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage by Marple's defense. Ball comes out, but it... After the whistle blow, as Kelly and DiCamillo and others, looks like trainer as well, in on the tackle. So it'll be second down, and looks like there's a timeout on the field for an injury. We'll step aside. All right, now they're able to get him off. I'm trying to tell if they're able to get him off. Here's Bob Scatina actually has a timer. The clock should be 4.32. So 4-3-2 to be reset on the clock. There's no injury timeout as he, the injured Tigers were able to get up off the field. So it'll be second and ten. Ball at the 45 of Marple for the Cougars here as they lead 28-7. to Springfield, it's a pitch now to Flegel. He cuts it up, and he's hit the line of scrimmage and brought down for no gain. Good job by Marple's secondary coming forward. And good job. Good call by Coach Harry Gicking, the D coordinator. He slants his D line to the outside and slanted right into that pitch call. They forced it back in, 
and DiCamello and some of the secondary players came in and made the tackle. So it'll be third down and ten for the Cougars at the 45 of Marple Newtown. 28-7 lead for Springfield. And it's going to be a QB keeper to Allen far side. He cuts it up across the 40, and he's run down close to a first down. It looks like he got it. Dave, you have the best view. They're going to mark him first down. So a first down for Springfield. And um, with 3.36 to go, Steve, it is pretty much Springfield's game here uh, late in this one. Yeah, but they keep moving the ball, moving the sticks. Just eating up this clock. First and ten from the twenty, from the thirty-four. Allen hands it off up the middle this time to number twenty-five, Brad Murphy, for a gain of about four down to the thirty-yard line. A short gain there as Turner and Kelly in on the tackle. So second and six from the thirty. Three minutes to go. Allen under center with two men in the backfield. It's Sterling and Murphy. Flegel to the near side. Receiver Weems the far side. Handoff up the middle to Sterling. And he only gets about two yards on the play before he's brought down at the 28. Gino DiCamillo comes up from the linebacker position and makes a stop as Sterling gets the ball out of his fullback position. So it'll be third and four from the 28-yard line. For the Cougars, clock ticks down to 2.30. Allen out of the pistol. Allen out of the pistol. Hands off up the middle, faked. Now he takes it outside himself, and he's drugged down. No, no gain on the play by Adriel Moss. Great play there by Adriel Moss. He's had a couple good plays out there at the outside linebacker position. Keeps good contain, and that's tough on a quarterback like Allen, but he does a good job forcing a fourth down for the Cougars. Fourth down and about five now. Ball at the 29-yard line with under two minutes to go. Springfield comes out with Allen under center. One receiver set, and it's a pitch to the near side. It's Harris coming over this way. Kostek. And Christiana both get to him. Now they force him the other way, and he's going to be brought down after only a yard gain. A turnover on downs with 1.31 to go in the game. Marple takes over offensively. A good job to bottle up the runner there for the Tigers as they force turnover on downs by Springfield. And uh, anyone not doing anything tomorrow morning, there's a 5K walk for our uh, freshman football player, Mike Shelley, 9-10 to 10 at the Newtown Township Municipal Building on Bishop Hollow Road in Newtown Square, followed by Community Day. So go out there, support the Shelley family. There we go. Great cause there, Steve, with 131 to go in this one. Three receivers far side, one near side. Kostek Weathers out of the shotgun. And Weathers, it's going to be a quick pitch to Adrian Sapness. He finds a hole. He's across the 35 and brought down near a first down. Looks like they're going to give it to him on that play there. Yep, they're going to move this six. So a little shovel pass there as Weathers will roll out to the right and then pitch with his left hand to Satness. Marple quickly back on the football and first down here in 10 from the 39-yard line. Weathers takes the snap, 
or takes the call from the sidelines. Takes the snap now, rolls near side. It's a pitch again to Adrian Sapness. He's brought down for a loss on the play this time. Number 44, Ricky Sterling in on it. And Sterling's been all over the field tonight, defense and offense. We have a timeout on the field by Marble with a minute to go. You're listening to Marple Town Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or the manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. In addition, Delco Cleanouts will now demolish and remove fences, sheds, and hot tubs. Let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back with you with 28-7 for Springfield. And it'll be... Second and 12 for Marple Newtown here at their own 37-yard line. And Marple now out of the timeout, officially down on the football here. And we're trying to figure out what's going on here. Second and 13 is the play situation here. Coach Gicking just came out of the huddle a moment ago with 28-7 to for Springfield here. They come out three wide to the far side. Lucas Moss near side. Sapness out of the backfield. It's a handoff to him on the misdirection play. He breaks a few tackles, and then finally coming up to make a huge stick is Dylan Power that time. Dave, a nice play by Power. Yeah, Sapness hasn't given up this entire game. He has earned every single yard he's done. He's fighting the offensive line to struggle this entire game. He's trying to help him out. But 48 seconds left in this game. Marvel Newtown's going to try and run out that clock. Thank you, Dave. Update final, Pencrest 7, Radnor 6 in Central League action. Uh, you have Springside Chestnut Hill Academy 41, EA 7, with 41 seconds to go here in this one. That victory by Springside Chestnut Hill actually does help Marple Newtown in the point system, uh, as an EA victory would have given Interborough extra points tonight. That does not uh, happen. So that does help Marple given the fact that they are down three with 40 seconds to go. Um, they're going to need some help to get some extra points tonight. Weathers to throw. Moss makes the catch at the 40, run out of bounds at that 40-yard line. That'll bring up fourth down here. And number 18, in on the coverage, Dylan Powers. Lucas Moss comes and makes a nice catch. And gets out of bounds to stop the clock. Bring up a third down and about eight for the Tigers' offense. Justin Garnet Valley scores with 23 seconds to go. They will defeat Haverford 44-41 in what was a barn burner. 
Four wide receivers. Weathers under center on fourth down. He's looking to throw, looking. He throws. Lucas Moss makes the catch. He's hit hard down at the 34-yard line. And there is an injured Cougar on the play that time. Nice snag there by Lucas Moss down the seam. Flegel kind of stinging on that one. 20 seconds to go. Weathers is going to spike it from the 34. The victory by Garnet Valley does hurt Marple Newtown. Um, as they would have picked up points had Havard been able to hold on in that one. There's a timeout on the field. We'll step aside to listen to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. Final 17 seconds of this one, a 28-7 lead for Springfield as they will go on to be 9-0 and uh, when this one does officially go final. It'll be 1st and 10 for Marple. Weathers under center, four wide receivers. Back to pass, he's looking, looking. He's going to fire incomplete over the head of Tyler Kostek at the 10-yard line. Number 42 and number 18 in on the coverage for Springfield. Dave Marple still going down, swinging here, trying to just get some plays in heading into next week. Teaching moment. A lot of these guys are young. They're going to try and get some reps in. Be prepared for next week as they have... Pencrest at home, so yeah, absolutely. just another play down the field. And if things fall right, that game next week is also a playoff implication game. Weathers under center, three receivers far side. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness up the middle, and he's going to be brought down for no gain on the play, and it looks like that will do it. Although Chris Geeking is going to use his final two timeouts here. We'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying... I did it my way. Pecker, Steve Reynolds, four seconds to go. Third down and ten for Marple. Newtown here. What is most likely the final play of the football game. Weathers takes the snap. Drops back to pass. He's looking, looking. He's going to fire deep to the end zone. It's a wobbler. Christiana, the intended target. 
incomplete. That does it. 28-7. to We'll be back with a recap of this one in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Town Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. End of this one, Springfield wins 28-7. And a tough loss for Marple Newtown here in week 9 of 10. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we saw that first half. It was a tough first half. Marple Newtown, you know, really keen to play. Uh, the only bad mistake they had was there was a blocked field goal for a touchdown. But, you know, coming in that second half, we thought, you know, these guys could really pull together and, uh, you know, make this a, a ball game, only down 7 nothing. A few things didn't go their way. Fumble, they didn't recover. Uh, a couple fourth downs, they couldn't get off the field. But, nonetheless, they lose 28-7. to They fall to the end, and uh, big game next week. Uh, you got to keep fighting. You still have hopes for the playoffs, so you got to put this behind you, watch film tomorrow, and get ready for Pencrest. Well, you know, at the top of the broadcast, we talked a lot about the playoff implications. And, you know, with one week remaining, we would be remiss not to talk about some of the things that happened tonight. And Marple Newtown did get a large majority of help tonight from around the area. Um, you know, AP plays Penwood tomorrow, so that was one of the key games we talked about. We won't really know about that. Interboro defeating Glenn Mills is very big for Marple Newtown because Glenn Mills was much closer to them playoff-wise. Um, updates, uh, Conestoga he- held on, defeated Upper Darby. That's a that's a plus for Marple Newtown. Haverford losing to Garner Valley late hurt. Uh, however, Bishop Shanahan was beating Octorera late in the third quarter on our last update. And then the last key game was Springfield-Montgomery County versus Upper Moreland. Upper Moreland won that game, so... Of the six games that were important, Marple Newtown has gotten help in four of them, and there's still one to play tomorrow. So that's that's a victory uh, heading into next week, there, Steve. That's good, and you, you need some help, and you'll take that help. Uh, you know, but you want to control your own destiny. Unfortunately, you can't pull this one out, but that's fine. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Coming in the Friday's game, we'll know more. I know you love doing all that uh, yeah, I will stuff. Have, I mean, you're yeah. great with that. Uh, sending the <laughs> spreadsheets. I know Coach Gicking appreciates Jim Allsman appreciates it, and. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens next week, but uh, it's going to be a big game here at Harry Harvey Stadium against Pencrest. One thing I've learned about the 
uh, PIAA playoff point system. It, things are never as they appear uh, until the final whistle blows on that final game in the final weekend. Uh, any event, we will have Radnor Pencrest or Radnor Pencrest uh, game. Pencrest won that, so that's Marple's opponent next week. It'll be a very good game and uh, still a chance to get in the playoffs. In any event, next Friday, October thirty first, Halloween, the Tigers will. Be home once again for a 7 p.m. kickoff versus the Pencrest Lions at Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network live on MarpleNewtownFootball.com and our Twitter feed at MN Tigers. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2014 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator and engineers uh, Steve Reynolds, sideline analyst Dave DePasqua, statistician Steve Smilk, spotter in the booth Tommy Peel, game clock operator Frank Rufo, head football coach Chris Gicking, assistant principal and athletic director Dennis Reardon, executive producer Jim Alsman. For the entire broadcast crew, I'm Greg Pecco. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by Easy Stream and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!